This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Do you want to? Did, where did Beto, oh, Beto left. So no more Beto. Do you want to? We have some time where Lindsay's on without artifacting. Hi, Lindsay. Do, hi, Lindsay. Do you want to do what you need to know? Yeah, I mean, I would love to. I would love to. Okay, let's do it. Five o'clock. What you need to know live from Yamaha Resort and Casino, the nine hundred nine Sports Bar, where producer Lindsay's getting ready for Thursday night football, which is kicking off in just a few minutes. Those New York Football Giants, Jack, playing the San Francisco 49ers. will be on top of it right now. Producer War, uh, producer Lindsay is on top of what you need to know. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. The writer strike that has brought Hollywood to a grinding halt could be nearing its end after top studio execs reportedly engaged in high-level talks with the union. The two sides released a joint statement today that said, quote, the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers met for bargaining today and will do so again tomorrow. I guess the, the five-month work stoppage could be over as soon as tomorrow. So I'm excited about that because I want some shows back on TV. Oh, it's actually going to end tomorrow? That was well, it could. That's what they said. It could it end as soon as tomorrow. Final. Oh, that would be fantastic. They're good working for them. it out right now. Please Good. and thank you. Good. Wait, so what happens? Like the, the strike ends and then the next day there's new shows? Yeah, well, well everybody's no, no. nothing is in production. Cap. It's going to take about a year. Oh, I was going to say. No. I mean, yeah. But, but you like, let's go, sure. people. But you got to even, even like the talk shows and stuff. You know, Drew Barrymore tried to do her talk show. And oh, bring she it got back killed then, for that. Yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 you can't do that. So they, you literally cannot do anything but like live sports on TV right now. What if and you don't write any shows? There that goes. So, but I'm, Chris, would you be? Do you want to go to break now? Since we have them there. What, no, I'm not in a rush. Okay, everybody, calm down. Let's okay. just relax, I think okay? you need to calm down. No, I'm very I calm. Listen to my voice. I'm very down. calm and collected. Yes, but cool, I, calm, and collected. So you have to assume with the writer strike that all of those writers have been writing throughout all of it anyway. They're not technically supposed to, but they're writing. So now they can go and just sell all their scripts, everything that's going on. Well, some right? of them have been striking too in front of the, you know the workers. Well, oh, they're all striking. Yeah. Most yeah. most of them are striking. Solidarity. Picketing. Yeah. Picketing. And you know? good for yeah. them. And they yeah. should have. We had Brian Cranston on Mason in Ireland, I think it was last week or the week before. And he was like, I'm not talking about it. I stand in solidarity with the, with the writers and everybody else that's involved there. So it, I'm good for them. If they got through this and, they, and they're going to get what they wanted, that'd be great. Yeah, going back to Lindsay's thing, um, yeah, I think the media effect we're going to see is like the talk shows go back in effect or whatever. Because we're seeing these repeats of everyone like Fallon and Kimmel and all these guys right now. Yeah, so. they'd come out first. I mean, Drew Barrymore trying to go out and actually actually do that person yeah that was just wrong i mean she tried to go on she did a video where she was trying to say like oh i'm so sorry i shouldn't have done that that it didn't come off across well at genuine it did none none of it was genuine right and Lindsay, you're back did you see that video i'm back i'm back in in full effect (laughs) yes i did but what i don't understand is drew barrymore is a like a very big name hollywood actress how could she do something so stupid like why? Why would she even want to piss everybody in Hollywood off? She tried well, wait, to can justify I ask a question? it. Yes. Wait a second. It's your show. I have a question. Thank you. Uh, I have a question though. So, <laughs> so could you not make the case? Hey, we didn't write anything. We just turned on the cameras and we just did our thing. Well, that would be a reality show. You're right. Well, so. I mean, but is everything written on every one of these talk shows? No, but the problem yes. is, it's, it's it's the camera, right. it's the camera guys and the people that hold the uh, the producers, all, all of that. Yeah. They're all together yeah. on this. So the, well, apparently they not. Go that, back, that wasn't the case. Well, those were scabs. I'm, yeah, nobody oh. likes scabs. No one likes a scab. Just like nobody oh. likes a rat. Ooh, there's ratty scabs. Rats here. That's or why I didn't invite Travis rats. to lunch today. Wow. <laughs> you, you actually didn't invite I didn't. You looked right at Sleewa and said, "Do you want to go to lunch today?" Wow. I needed a three finger lunch. Oh, is that because, oh, is that because of what Bergman, Bergman, Bergman said yesterday? Because Bergman was saying yesterday, he goes, there's a rat. And we were like, really? And he goes, oh, yeah, there's a rat. No, oh, that, yeah. was, that wasn't for public display. <laughs> that was not I for public oh, no. It happens inside the station, and it's public, you know what I mean? No, actually, you cutless, cutless bum. Did you see that? If you could just understand yeah. that you don't have the talent level to pull yeah. that off constantly, talking what about constantly? everything that goes on behind the scenes. What, what do you mean the and talent level? And you don't have the contract that goes it. long enough for that either. 
No, no, the contract I think is fair. I think that's a fair point. Oh, okay, that's fine. The, the talent level I'm not clear on. Well, you're talented, but you're not George Sedano talented. Oh, whoa. Oh, man, that was mean. Whoa. You're not yeah. corporate gray talent level. Oh, look at whoa. that. You're not hey, Alan no. Sliwa talent level. Whoa. whoa. But you're much better than Travis and Mason. Wow. Oh, my wow. gosh, Chris. Jeez. You're terrible and you're horrible. You're a bad person. You're an even worse broadcaster. That's like when NFL coaches say things like, you know, he's a really good ball player, but he's an even better human Do you being. Lindsay is Lindsay's texting Travis right now saying, You wouldn't believe what Morales is saying about you. Oh, he'd I don't believe even have it. have Travis's phone number. Well, that's not good. You no. don't have Travis's phone number? How do you not have Travis's yeah, phone not number? Not in my phone. Really? I have a full group chat. I have a group oh, chat with right. Travis, Sliwa, Jorge. And producer Listen, I didn't mean literally. I was just making a point that I don't know Travis like that. I got my own group chat with that show. So do just I. me and them. Travis doesn't really like Travis right now, but why? I like what him. happened? I think he's a great guy. I, tell me what happened. Because let he me, went let to me Keyshawn's adjudicate. barbecue. That's why. <laughs> it wasn't his is barbecue. Is this still over a... Keyshawn's barbecue? No, it's not a yeah. barbecue. Yeah. It's at the country club every year. Okay. It's a party. Chris so you're still, still mad? At, you're still mad at Travis for going to Keyshawn? Yeah. He crossed the line. You ever notice yeah, that here's exactly. what happens? Actually, this is a great analogy to what we were doing. Yeah. Has anybody here ever noticed one thing, though? That if if you are friends with someone that Chris has deemed his enemy, right? you are now Chris's enemy. That's how it works. That's right. very, very true. He, yeah. he feeds off of enemies. Yeah. True? But Kaplan, if you said somebody was an enemy and you yeah. didn't want me to deal with them, I wouldn't either. Right. I would respect okay. that. It's, it's loyalty. Yeah. That's what this is about. This so you think is about loyalty. So you think that Travis, in particular, has been disloyal? Yes. To you? Yes. To, to Good Karma station. Brands? Well, to Seven Ten? I don't want to invite the Good Karma Brands into this, but to the when I say Seven Ten, I don't mean the corporate folks. I mean us as a family. Okay. I'm All right. Familiar. This is at the family level, not and, at the corporate level. He could level. have remained at the family level, and okay. he chose not to. But you're still holding on to this. This is two weeks later. Well. Listen, we got a stretch here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the bets don't end. They don't stop. By the no. way, I just want to say that, Cappy, you you strike me as somebody who would 1,000% cross the picket line. Like, you just doing what, you know, I feel like that that's not even a question for you. I don't know. Cappy, that's not something you would do. You would, if Gee, you, I don't, I don't know, Lindsay. Understand. Because you just said that you didn't even understand what the big deal is. So if you don't understand what the big deal is, then I feel like you'd be very... You know, likely to do that. If you were in the See, movie The Replacements as the kicker, would you go be a kicker on the the placements? You know, um, so so yeah. crossing a picket line as a ball player. There were guys that did that, and and that's how they got their careers going, because yeah. they couldn't get themselves they couldn't get themselves on a team. They crossed the picket line. They did. Um, Lindsay, I don't know why you think I'm a picket line crosser. Because you just said you didn't understand why. Well, why can't we just do the show anyway? Because what do you mean you know, do the without, show without? Like you were talking about Drew Barrymore and the talk shows, yeah. and you were making the point that we, you don't necessarily need the writers. And we had to explain. Well, it's because they're all trying to stand in solidarity with each other. But wasn't but but wasn't the whole point that they went back to work or something? Yes, that they, they were scabs. Okay, but but that's their problem. They they all decided to do that. So, so I guess they weren't standing in solidarity, were they? Well, that's why we're saying they should have never done it in the first place because the people that crossed the picket line are jerks. Right. But, but what they did they is what they did. They all canceled now. So they're all canceled. Every camera operator yep. that ever worked on Drew Barrymore will never work well, in the business sure again. They I'm in sure them. that stuff gets around. I'm sure it gets around the business, don't you think? I don't know. Maybe okay. you should like, air them all out. Why don't you about, put their names out there? Think about it this way. Bunch if, of scabs. Will Drew Barrymore <laughs> show come back? No matter what, after yes. all of this, will it, will it actually come back? I think it will. What do you mean? I thought she was canceled. Well, people like to uncancel everybody. You know that. Well, maybe they should write a script about uncanceling canceled people. You know, they should make a whole movie about. They all should. Of this they stuff. should do a, a, a drama called Cancellation, and then it's about people. It's about people who were nice people. Everybody loved them. Then they got canceled, and then they had to try and work their way out of cancellation, and have all these writers write it, and have all these scabby uh, camera guys shoot it. Well, we know Netflix will buy it. They're kind of buying everything. Mm. Well, I just don't understand why Chris, though, is so angry with Travis. I had to defend Travis a few. Oh, and, and uh, we had a good run there for like nine went, minutes. Yeah, that was a good, a good uh, five, six, seven minutes. That was pretty good. I'm okay with that. Oh, right, it is Sedano and Cappy. If you're wondering why you're not hearing Sedano and you're hearing Cappy artifact there, 
We have uh, been dealing with some technical stuff the last few days, as you know. So, Corporate Greg is here. I'm here, Morales. Producer Laura, Producer Funches. We've got Sean McVeigh, who joined Mason in Ireland for his weekly appearance, thanks to our friends at Service Titan. That's coming up in just a few minutes. It was a master class by Mason in Ireland today. So, we'll get to that. And then Greg and I will be on top of what's going down with Thursday Night Football, Giants, Niners. Plus, we'll still check in and see if Cappy's there, if Lindsay's there. The whole Mishbuka. Right? right? That's absolutely right. I'm ready for this game. All right, Coach Sean McVay in just moments right here on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 12 minutes after 5 o'clock on a Thursday afternoon with shit out of and cap. Except you've got Corporate Greg, Morales, Producer Laura, Producer Funches. On this International Day of Peace, it has not been peaceful around here. <laughs> a lot of technical stuff that has led to this. And if you've been listening all week, you know that. And on this day in 1991, the number one hit, Cover Me Bad, which was a boy band. I mean, they were a little older, right? Mm-hmm. They're like young twenties. You know, they had this jam. I adore me a more. Remember how hot they were, Funchy? Remember the yes. episode of Nine Hundred Two One Zero? Yes, I do. They, they were on the whole episode of Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Remember the joke back in the day was that one of them looked like Kenny G. Yes. One of them looked like a George Michael. Yes. One of them looked like Millie Vanilli. Yeah. Love it. Are we even on YouTube for my dancing? Yes, yes we are on oh. YouTube. You can, they, everybody grind saw that. those hips. Oh, I'm gonna grind the hips. I'm all sorted. Of He's gonna go look for that waiter. You did <laughs> a lot of grinding yesterday. You want me to grind with the waiter? No, I said you were gonna go look the for the guy waiter. With the tattoo on the arm. Yeah, the guy with the tattoo. Yeah. I think Chris was more into him. I, I'll be a third. No, dream no third. On, <laughs> dream away. Dream on, baby. Dream right. on. Meanwhile, we will check in with Cappy in a little bit and producer Lindsay, who is live at Yamava Resort and Casino as Thursday Night Football Niners Giants gets underway. You can just go hit her up at the 909 Sports Bar. She's got $1,000 to give away. Meanwhile, earlier today on Corporate Great Show, Sean McVay, the head coach of your. Los Angeles Rams joined Mason and, Ireland, Mason and Ireland, courtesy of Service Titan. As I like to say, hit the tape. All right, uh, joining us right now is the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, our uh, friend Coach Sean McVay. Sean, how you doing, man? Doing good. How about you guys? Excellent. We're excellent, excellent. Coach. And how about that? Like, fans will – Mason went to the game, and he, we texted right after, and he said, this was an encouraging loss. And I think that's something fans do. They they look at things like encouraging – but as a coach, I would imagine you you there's no moral victories in your business. Can you have an encouraging loss in your mind? Yeah, I, I don't know if I look at it like that as much as encouraging things to be able to build on. And that's whether we win or lose. And I thought there was a lot of really good examples of high-level ball. And then what you appreciate is the, against an excellent team like that, the margin for error is really small. And there's a couple moments in that game where there was an opportunity for things to pivot in our favor or for us to continue to play good complementary ball. We didn't quite get it done. You credit the Niners for doing it, but – what I am encouraged about is all the things that you're looking at are all very fixable and correctable. It's it's not like you're looking at it and saying, man, I don't know what we do to solve some of these things. And yeah. that was what was encouraging is the things that pivoted. And I, I came on when you guys were talking about a couple plays, but I thought there was a key sequence, uh, you know, whether it be the two minute at the end of the half after we score and then we give up a touchdown or even our first drive coming out of the second half when we've got a third and five, we get tackled just short of the sticks. Maybe we go for it across midfield. And then when it's a 17-17 game and we're going, we're going into score, we really get a holding call where we would have been inside the 20-yard line that 
uh, it's a tough deal, but Ronnie Rivers makes a great run. They move us back. First down and 20, we go four-yard gain. And then on second down, Matthew does a great job, and it's kind of an unfortunate tip that, that goes in the other hands. And, and then they end up flipping that for a six-point swing that, that goes to a 20-17 instead of at a minimum, I think we're at up 20-17. to 17. And so um, what a great opportunity for us to be able to learn from and grow from. I love working with this team, and I love the way that they came in the next day with the right spirit, and that's all you can ask for. So what's just, what really happened with Cam Akers? What really happened was that, uh, you know, we wish him the best and that we're, we are moving forward as a team, and I'm grateful for the contributions that he made. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I want to be able to get into those things, and uh, it doesn't really do us any good looking back on that stuff. Can't blame me for asking, right, Coach? Oh, no, I, I respect that. You know, I respect <laughs> that. Um, we're talking to Sean McVay. Okay, Sean, let me ask you about Puka Nakua. There, and you used to be a receiver, so you know this. I'm like Receivers can be like golfers. They can be like go on a wild hot streak, and you can have where everything's breaking right and, and you're in sync with the quarterback. But this is two weeks in a row where this guy looks like Cooper Cup. And I, I don't want to put that pressure on him and say that he's an MVP caliber player yet, but I'm incredibly encouraged by this guy. Are we looking at a, a guy who's had a great two weeks or – are you already at the point where you have confidence in going to this guy anytime? Is is Puka Nakua like is he on track to be an all pro caliber player? Is it too soon to say that? I, I think, you know, he's done an excellent job through the first couple weeks and that's been consistent with the type of camp and off season he's had. He's a very mature player, but there's a lot of guys, you know, I, I love Puka and I love the way that he's played through two weeks. I love the way Tutu Atwell's played through the first couple weeks. And so there's been a lot of encouraging things from this team, but uh, Puka is, uh, is a really fun guy to coach, great guy to be around. His teammates love him. He's got a great competitiveness. He plays with a toughness and an edge. And so, um, you know, we've got to be able to keep it up, but I've loved what he's done. And, and I know uh, he's got a great rapport with Matthew. and That's super important to us. Sean Wynn, Cooper comes back, and I'm thinking optimistically that you will get him back soon. Is Does Puka's role change? Is he, in essence, right now playing the role of Cooper Cup? Or in your offense, is there a no defined roles? Matthew just throws it to who's ever open. Yeah, no, I, I look at it as we're using five eligibles. And, you know, usually in a lot of the times we've got 11 personnel, which you guys know represents three receivers, one tight end, and one one running back. And so – um, our receivers end up being interchangeable. And so whether that's right now, Puka, Van, and Tutu, you know, those guys are able to play different spots. They know our offense, and you can kind of move them around. And, and Cooper is certainly one of those guys that can play all over the formation. But I think there's things that they can both do really well, and there are certain things that um, – you know, Cooper's obviously a really special player, so we can't wait to get him back. Yeah. What What is his – I mean, he would be eligible to come back for the Philly game. Do you think he's on track? That, that's the hope. You know, I want to be careful to, you know, the goal was putting him on IR with the, the goal of, of him hopefully feeling good and having a patient rehab process that enables him to return in week five. But uh, we still got a little bit of time to be able to get that answer. But but that's that's the hope and optimism. But I, I don't want to uh, I don't want you guys to kind of hold me to that. But but that's what we're hoping. OK, let me ask you about the offensive line, which has been a dramatic improvement over last year. Last year, you had so many different offensive line combinations. This group has looked really good. But the one thing, at least to my eye, when Joe Noteboom uh, left that game with, I think, a shoulder injury, the offensive line seemed to crack a little bit. Did you see the same thing? And what's the status of Joe Noteboom? Here's what I would say. Joe's feeling good. Um, I, there was one play in particular that we did had a little bit of miscommunication on a protection when Warner had the sack, but but Tremaine Ancrum came in and did a nice job. You know, there there were some instances where towards the latter part of the game, once we ended up turning it over with, with seven minutes left and they went up ten, you know, the, the the game kind of pivoted where you're more in a two minute mode and mentality, and that's not the kind of world you want to live in against an excellent defense and especially a rush like that. And so there's inevitably going to be a little bit more challenging looks and some more stressful downs for the offensive line based on uh, when it was a seven point game. And then we ended up, you know, having that second turnover that enabled them to go up 10. So I I would say I was pleased with Tremaine Ankrum. The line has done a really good job. Um, You know, we got to continue to improve as we do as a team, but, uh, but I was, I was, uh, I love the way those guys are competing and they're playing with an edge and a toughness that we want to see. Um, Sean McVay is our guest. Sean, uh, for the second week in a row, you're going up, 
coaching this week when you go to Cincinnati against one of your friends. Zach Taylor used to work for you. Now he's the head coach of the Bengals. He's done a great job there. I know you you met him in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. But I'm curious. You went up against Kyle Shanahan last week. You're going up against Zach Taylor this week. Is it more fun or less fun going up against one of your friends? If you had a choice, would you rather not? Or do you enjoy going head-to-head with somebody you know and respect like Zach? Well, you know, as much as people like to have fun with that, it's about our teams and it's about the players and us trying to put those guys in the right spots. And so what I think is a cool blessing and a, and a really th- a really fun thing you don't take for granted, especially just growing up around this game, is how fortunate I feel that to have so many of my close buddies that we've been able to kind of share with one another and kind of be able to help each other grow that are in positions that we are. And that's not something you take lightly. I mean, this is such a competitive league and there's 32 opportunities for these jobs. So uh, I look at it as an amazing thing to be able to say that, you know, in consecutive weeks you're matching up and there's going to be other games later on where you're saying you're going against, you know, friends that, that you've, you know, whether it's guys you've worked with or cl- close relationships you've established from being in this business. And uh, those are things that you never take for granted, but it certainly is about the Rams versus the Bengals. Uh, Coach, Coach Sean McVay is with us, Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. So uh, I'm just curious about this. I'm just going to throw this out there. So uh, we're on every day from 1 to 4, Mason in Ireland. We've been here for 30 years. Um, How much time do you spend listening to the Mason in Ireland show? If Be honest, if at all. You really want my honest answer? Honest answer, Coach. This is the most fun I have listening to this call in these nine minutes and three seconds that we've been talking. <laughs> there's there's the honesty. Here's what I'll tell you. I respect the heck out of what you guys have to do, and, and you guys do a great job, and I've certainly heard the show before, but I try to be really disciplined, particularly in the season, of not really paying attention to stuff unless it's necessity for the job I have to do because whether it's good or bad – I don't like to ride the emotional roller coaster because I've actually done it before and I feel the differences whether it's hey, if if you read it, you see it, you feed it, whether it's good or bad. And so there you go. um while I really appreciate all the all the things that, you know, is brought to attention and what a cool thing it is to, to be in these roles, I think it's really important to to be mindful of the stuff that you put into your being and, and try to be consistent in the you know in the things that that you want for your team in this role because you can get caught up in it and ride a, a wave that you don't want to do. You know how I know that because I've been there before, guys. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Sean. Last thing for me, I have a thank you for you. Last week I asked you about my dog Murphy who had eaten four TV remotes, and you said that it was get a trainer. Yeah, that it was my <laughs> problem, not the dog's problem. That I needed to take ownership and coach the dog up. So after yeah. I after I left that day, because you and Veronica have a dog, and you said, "Look, man, you got to get that dog in line." I went back yeah. and I took one of the remotes that he'd already chewed up, and I I dropped it at his feet, and I just I, we're gonna work on this for an hour until you don't go to the remote. And I coached him, I coached him five straight days, coach. No remote damage. I think I got it out of him, and it's all thanks to you. So thank you. That's hey, that's outstanding. Now you stop coaching him; he's going to start eating that remote again. So you make sure you got to keep coaching him. Okay. Coach him up, coach uh, him up. I'll do it. All right, last thing for you. I know you've answered this question a million different ways, so I'm not going to ask. But uh, our that's afternoon our guy, answer. our afternoon guy, Scott Kaplan, uh, said the other day uh, he wanted us to play this question for you and get your reaction. So, so here's yep. Cappy. Coach, in today's day and age where gambling is such a part of of the sport, um, are you, as coaches, aware of the spread? There's the question. What do you think, Coach? Yeah, no, I I am not aware of that. And and here's the thing, and and I understand the convenient narrative, and I I, I heard that was a bad beat for some people, and certainly that was never my intention. We want to compete to the last second, and what what I was hoping to be able to do was actually hit an in-breaking route about a minute before, kick the field goal, and then try to have an attempt for an onside kick. Once we realized after we got the ball clocked when we hit Puka Naku on the third and two for about 17 seconds, you're asking yourself, all right, do we launch a go ball up? All right, with four seconds left, or do we want to be able to kick a field goal? And my mindset was, let's go kick the field goal. It was already a two-point. Uh, it was already a ten-point game. And didn't want to leave, uh, you know, really Matthew or any of our guys on offense susceptible to uh, an unnecessary injury, just heaving something up. And so it felt like wanted to compete to the last minute. Um, but that was kind of the intent. And so we just kind of stuck with that. But 
ideally we would have been able to get that field goal off before. And no, I'm not aware of, you know, the, the lines <laughs> and things like that. Got it. All right. Well, listen, I didn't think so. Uh, so coming up, uh, coach Monday night, Cincinnati, really excited for the game. National TV. Uh, have a great week. Um, and uh, by the way, are you going to pro- Joe Burrow sort of questionable? Uh, right. You don't know if he's going to play or not. Yeah, we got to prepare for Joe. He's a phenomenal player. Um, you know, they've, they've got very capable guys behind him, but we've got to prepare for Joe. And then uh, whenever we find out, it might be 90 minutes before kickoff or, uh, you know, it might be before. But but ultimately, we've got to prepare for a phenomenal all-pro quarterback in Joe Burrow. Awesome. All right. All right. Hey, Sean, thanks for doing this. We Go always look forward to it. Go get a win. All right, thanks, guys. Hey, there you go. There you go. Coach Sean McVay on earlier with Mason and Ireland right here on 710 ESPN, the flagship radio station of your Los Angeles Rams. Great interview from uh, Mason and Ireland today, Corby Gray. I loved Did that you write question. all the questions for him? No, I probably should have. No, I loved that Mason asking him just what really What's happened. going on over there with the mic? Yeah, I'm please. sorry. It's I like... know. I'm just I'm, I'm moving around. There's yeah, but you can't hold it when you move it around. I know. You know I know. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> all right, so if you're just no, tuning in. I like the fact that he asked him what's really going on with Cam Akers. That was a great question. That was beautiful. Right, if you're just tuning in, we are having technical issues today, like we have all week on this show, with our Comrex units, which is how we broadcast remotely. So, producer Lindsay is a Yamava. We'll try to check in with her. I think Sinano gave up from Louisville in the first segment of the show today. And Cappy is in Pittsburgh. So, we'll try to right. check in with them. And Evan Cohen the vice president of content, and your new morning host here on 710 ESPN. Unsportsmanlike is going to join us in a few minutes. But first, George Shinano is going to try to tell us about underdog sports. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, 531 in the Southland. Sedano and Cap on a Thursday. As you know, all week, the last few days, we've had some technical snafus. And those continue today as we approached 4.15 in the Southland, way back. It seems so long ago at this point. That is right. According to our engineering team, (laughs) the the Russians have gotten us. So the the Russian attack hit us, and Sedano quickly developed a three-strike rule and said if it went down three times. Oh, dude, he couldn't get out of here fast enough. Which it did in the first segment. And then Sedona was gone to have dinner in Louisville. We've gone. got producer Lindsay Baseball at Yamava Resort Casino, the 909 Sports Bar. For Thursday Night Football, she's still giving out $1,000. So go see her as Niners-Giants gets underway for Thursday night. Matt and then Brady with a nice Niners. run. Cappy is in Pittsburgh. Hello. That's right. And it's holding right now at the moment. And the way this has gone today, Corporate Greg, is it yeah. holds for about 90 seconds to two minutes, and then it goes. Yeah, in the last segment, we actually had him for a good... Four or five I know. minutes. I know. Let's, it was nice. Let's, let's hope it just keeps going like that. I'm, I did enjoy listening to that Sean uh, McVay interview. Happy enough, enough for a moment. Because now <laughs> somebody it, really? much more important for me. Someone, someone much more important than you, and much wow. more, and much more talented. Mm-hmm. Our new morning man here at 710 ESPN, and the vice president of content 
for GKB. Maybe he'll have an answer why the Russians are taking down GKB. The great Evan Cohen joins us on the hotline for as long as it will go. Evan, good afternoon. You know, I want to tell you something. I have made phone calls. I have put in (laughs) different phone calls to different people. And I have now figured out what is happening here. Okay? And I would like everybody to think about this, because I don't think people in the Southland, people all over L.A., have thought about this deeply enough. Hmm. Because what is happening here, coming off of Chris Morales' 40th birthday, Chris Morales wants everybody having a party all day, every day on ESPN LA. Am I right about this? That's correct. Am I right about this? You're absolutely right. It should be that way. Okay. And the best way to have a party is for not everybody to be on Zoom and not people to be in Dallas with Babe Laufenberg or Pittsburgh (laughs) or anything like that. Is for everybody to be in person and everybody to be around each other. So per sources close to me, what I think is happening is that Chris Morales realized the best way of getting everybody back to the studio as much as possible is to pull the plug on everyone. Because here's what happens. As a result of this, look who now is doing all the ins and outs and hosting the afternoon drive on the biggest sports radio station in the country. Mm -hmm. It's all about CMM. Live imaging every day. You know what? It, wait a minute. Live imaging every day, which is right. L-I-E. That is what he is doing. Oh, it is a lie. lie. A, a one big lie. lie. <laughs> right. Morales has taken the station down in order for it to all be about Morales. But see, Live that is, imaging that is every day. Outstanding analysis. But to your Kathy, point, am I right that about is, this? The, Evan, somebody I know would call that a master class. That was amazing psychological analysis. You hear that, Morales? Hey, but if, it, wor- if it works, and all of you back in studio all the time, it was genius. It would be completely a genius move. Do you no, think, but I think it's I mean, about think Evan. About it's, Evan's right. It's all about Morales. That's what think it's turned this, into. Guys, think That's about right. this. Yeah. I mean, uh, did Travis and Slee have issues? No. Did Mason and Ireland have issues? Nope. No. No. Where were they? They were all in studio. And guess who gets three hours afternoon drive? As Lindsay's giving away $1,000, which is amazing. Laura's having to deal with everything here. And who gets to sit back with this Sunday swagger shirt on with all happy is one Chris Morales. Live imaging every day. The brilliance of Morales personified, <laughs> but I have figured it out. Live. I have figured you out, CMM. Oh, it's gone. You oh. can't get these Russians all. Oh. <laughs> we had a good run. When you mind, yeah. Instead of paying me to do live imaging every day, can we spend the money to get better internet <laughs> first? <laughs> as soon as you start clipping, Cappy, as soon as you start clipping, because you're clipping now, we lose Evan as well on yeah. the phone. But uh, to, the, to that point... That just means that people need to be in studio all the time, every time. Nobody can do shows away from the studio anymore. Cappy, you can't do the shows from San Diego. Well, sometimes they, people pay us a lot of money to do shows not at the studio. Well, so. that that needs to fix. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be yes. Uh, that needs to be something that we can do. But that means that Easy. right for right now, that right now, yep. Sedano can't do. Sedano can't do it from home or from Louisville. Everybody has to be here, and I think that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Overall, at the end. Well, it is. And thank you to Evan Cohen. Of course, you can hear Unsportsmanlike with Evan, Canty, Chris Canty, and Michelle Smallman weekdays, 6 to 10 a.m. Him pulling out the conspiracy that he thinks it's not the Russians or that I've conspired with the Russians. I love that it's lie. He found a way to turn it into lie. Well, he's talented. That's awesome. That's why he's much more talented than Cappy. Wow. I love that. So much more talented than Cappy. Why are you being mean mean to Cappy? Because I'm annoyed with him. Because he likes to defend the rats. He's like, uh, what was the rat in uh, I give Teenage Cappy. Mutant Ninja Turtles? Scar? Uh, sc- no, no. There's... No, that was Lion King. It's not. Sp- splinter. Splinters. Yeah, Splinter. I was thinking... He's a splinter. He's... <laughs> oh, those are annoying. No, not those kind of splinters. I know, but still, those are still annoying. No, Splinter the Rat. I know. But... In Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles, Donatello, Go. Eduardo. Yeah. yeah, we did a whole we did yeah, a whole bit on this yeah. last Yeah, remember? Go where, Ninja. Where, Go is, Ninja. where is Eduardo the turtle? There should have been Ed- Eduardo. Eduardo the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of pizzas, like they love pizza, Eduardo always brought tacos. <laughs> <laughs> tacos. <laughs> Not white people tacos either. 
every once in a while white people well, they, talk about it. When they're you make good. it at home, yeah, they make it a good. It's they're good talk. It's a good date night thing too, you know. Like, hey, yeah. why don't you come over, yeah. hon? I, I bring the Lowry's mix. Let me show you how to stir. Let it me in see a... your tattoo. I, actually, I <laughs> hey, don't. That the Lowry's you. mix. It did not work. Yeah. Oh, Cappy, it was fat? going to work if you made it work. <sighs> I mean, that's just me, bro. Cappy, right, so, Cappy, what? How, what yeah. did you think uh, of Evan Cohen's brief but powerful performance? I thought it was outstanding. I thought that the Live way he incorporated lie. I thought it was I thought it was brilliant the way he incorporated line number one and then the layup that he gave corporate Greg was just perfect because that's what cor- corporate Greg wanted he he in fact this may not be a Morales conspiracy this may be a corporate Greg conspiracy because mm. corporate Greg wants everybody back in daily so badly I want right. everyone in studio the shows are better, better right they're better Laura <laughs> am I right listen they're better when you guys are in studio there's a certain type of magic and yep. we've talked about this with people that our show not to like toot our own horn even though we are very dysfunctional in a good way and we're away from each other not in studio we still sound really really good yes you do so there's nothing wrong with that but then you know technology likes to bite us in the butt sometimes and i feel like that this magic you know yeah for sure we do, you should say you bite them in the tuchus Okay, you should, the way I incorporate Espanol, tuchus. you should incorporate a little bit of Yiddish. I, I would love okay, that. You can should. You, can you guys say that? Say, it's a, like that. Tuchus. 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 It shouldn't be that hard. I mean, tuchus. Pepe's, uh, you know, his English, <laughs> there's a lot of chuz in Pepe. You know, hello, how are you? He says it like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I hear you, Jack. Darling. I hear you, Jack. I hear you, Jack. 3-3 in uh, the Thursday night football game as the Giants actually just kicked a field goal and had a nice little drive, too. Matt Breda filling in for Saquon Barkley. Looked really good. So um, what was the final analysis, though, of last night's dinner? Did we ever get to a conclusion on that, or did we not? Listen. (laughs) Okay. Producer Laura, you know, was sipping on a cocktail. Mm -hmm. Actually, she wasn't. I think I I was the only one having a cocktail. You didn't have a cocktail? No. Well, that's not surprising. No, I'm, I actually have. I got after it. It's my birthday dinner. With <laughs> you're, you're allowed to do whatever you want. And I don't get birthday. behind the wheel. So you know what? Yes. And I, that's the that's the thing. So no, I was not drinking. And Greg was like, well, you could have gotten it if you wanted to. And it has nothing to do with the Laura tattoo, wasn't you know? drinking, but she was thirsty. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You're done, Cap. I am thirsty, but for my man and nobody else. Okay, mm-hmm. let's not escape that narrative. You, that you, like, you like the tattooed guys. Is the boob tattooed? No. Does he have tattoos? No, he doesn't. He wants do you to want get... Him? Do you want to I, I honestly don't. I Why do not? think tattoos are super hot because he wants to get like his hands too and like neck. And I was like, baby, you don't need... All... You're too well, cute. Well, not the neck. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, don't. Just... Underneath the clothes. Yeah. yeah so how was Laura anyways. like fawning herself over this tattoo guy last night? She was I really asking, wasn't. Like, hey, well, how, where's your tattoo? What does it mean? Let's blah, go blah, blah, find him downstairs and get him on. We need somebody to come on in. Yeah, tell them to bring some of that bean dip from Sol Agave upstairs. Yo, the beans are really good at Sol Agave, though. Yeah, like Sol Agave is just good in So are his forearms. He was too skinny for me and short. No, no, he wasn't. I just genuinely- Short? Want... He, I stood up. He was- So a uh, you were checking him out like that if he's too skinny for you and short then, huh? Listen, you know what, Funches? <laughs> you're just lucky you're back Why? from- I don't even know where you were. I don't know. Don't worry about it. So you like mm. tall then? Like you? Is, yeah, is, is the there a minimum that you can be? No, I I don't. Like I used to joke about that, right? I'm like, oh, I like climbing trees. Like I used to joke whoa, about that. Whoa, whoa. Wait, it's a family that, show. Laura. Why do we I mean, have to dump really? that? No, doesn't <laughs> he come here? I was here. like, what? That. Anyways, you guys are so dirty. So dirty. I'm not the one that's dirty. You're the one that's bringing up this waiter from downstairs. That's I didn't actually. The Dennis Rodman guy back It was there. Chris that brought him up. I did. I, I, and then now you're all like mess, you know, all mad about it, all heated about it. There was a twinkle in Laura's eye. There was no Nothing twinkle, wrong with bro. That. I saw the twinkle. I had, how many shots of tequila mandala after did we have? I, I think only one. No, not with your poor. Oh, so you had shots afterwards. No, before. Before. Uh, before. Before. Oh, okay. before we went. God, tequila mandala. Is it the extra anejo? Is it yeah. an e- the EA? Yeah. Oh, the EA. That's some Listen. really stuff. Sweet. It's but it's good. Good. Well, because it's aged properly. Yeah. Yes. You got to make sure they're aged properly. Yes. But you know, I went to the Dodger you're... game last night and I wore a tequila mandala shirt. The I, Dodger one. The, the one that looks like the Dodger one. Yeah, it looked like the Dodger one exactly. Yeah. All right. We've got Radio Tidder coming up in just a few wait, moments. Wait, hold on. Wait one oh, second. You're back. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Wait one second. <laughs> well, how do I? I don't. There's not a light here. That's <laughs> like Kathy's back. Kathy's here. Greg's your light. You know, I, I got to tell you it. something. You know, Laura last night, because Laura, I want to tell you something, Chris. Okay. And, and Greg, this goes for you too. 
Laura finds me to be disgusting. That's not true. That is true. No. La- Laura is very turned off just by me in general. Okay? That is not like true. shoving food down your mouth with your hands? No, no. That's no, just, just generally true. speaking, she just finds me to be physically unattractive. Very okay? untrue. And I can live with that. He's a good but looking last man. Night, but I don't last know why night, he's coming at me. This is wrong. Bergie, yeah. last night, yeah. me and Laura are walking oh, downstairs. I know what he's going to talk about. We go to this elevator, right. and I'm just being me. And and look, while she finds me to be physically disgusting... That is not true. Most people actually think I'm a hot piece of you-know-what. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we're getting there to the fake elevator. News. Well, why don't you describe what happened, Laura? No, fake news that I think you're disgusting. Well, you're disgusted by me, clearly. Wait, what happened at the elevator? Do you like his forearms, like the the waiter? Or? No. He doesn't have tattoos. What, what happened at the elevator, Cappy? So then I'm just standing there being me, Berg. Yeah. And and being me, I, I I try and explain it to Laura all the time. She don't buy it, but I try and explain it to her. Like, I'm sexy. I'm sexy hot. You just randomly head. said that to her. Sexy. You're like, look, look Laura. Let I'm him explain sexy. what happened. No, no, no. Well, he's so long-winded. Okay, you know <laughs> what happened? In a big circle. This is what happened. We were what in the elevator. Was- yeah, we were in the elevator, and you know we were coming. We were op- the elevator's open because we went downstairs to put our stuff away, and this lady. Once they open, and her eyes were just glistening for Cappy, and she goes, "Hey." Oh yeah, and looked Cappy. Him up and down, and goes, "Hey," like that, like "Hey," with a little breathy. Oh So if yeah, anybody Cappy. was trying to get at anything, it so was what hard did to you Cappy. do? What did you do, Cappy? When I you mean, get, when you get a hey like that, it was a hey. But you, but you got to understand, hey? like, this. But this is not out of the ordinary. No, this happens all, all the time. This happens frequently. Wow. Which is why I try and explain to Laura, like, as disgusted as you am by me, Fake news. most women think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sexy okay. piece of you-know-what. Okay, good. But what did you do when she said that? I just I just acknowledged that she she was checking me out. What's up, girl? He did a How nod. How you doing? He did a nod. He like did a, a nod. Yeah. Like just a very only chill a nod. nod. You didn't say, yeah. you didn't do the what's up, girl? You didn't say I, that? I, my eyes and my nod said, what's up, girl? Oh, that's right. Okay, it's all, <laughs> it's all in the facial now, expressions. There's a reason why, Greg. There's a reason why. Now, when uh, I but, showed up, I was a few minutes after them and sat down at the table. They told me the story. But then Laura added the age of this possible female. No, uh, that was well, Cappy. No, not possible. She was a female. Possible. <laughs> the possible age of the we're, female. We're not going to go there. Wasn't so it what, Cappy? What was the age? What was the age? I think it was Cappy who acknowledged I her. Mean, not, not she I. may have been like 75 or 80. I oh, mean, there you, you know. go. Chris loves right. that. Right? I know. That's, and that's what <laughs> I was thinking. said that's, that. That's, that's what I was thinking. I know the bits. I was like, Chris. even happen. I know the bits. I was like, Chris, I got to introduce you to this lady. She's going to love you. He did say that. Chris did say that. He's like, more of my type. Listen. I want to be with experienced people. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, can we get to Radio Tinder? All right. Yeah. Right now, though, before we get to Radio Tinder, our friend George Sedano is going to tell us about Jacob Imrani. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 12 minutes in front of 6 o'clock. Sedona would cap your Thursday afternoon. Oh, yeah. On oh, this day in 1989, the classic mm. yo, Biz Marquis, released Just a Friend as a Single. Oh, is this the instrumental again? Um, I need you say just a friend. And you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, baby you. you. You got what I need. We're just so far off. No, very far off. It works. Meanwhile, to end the first quarter, Nick Bosa took Daniel Jones and threw him down in the end zone like a rag doll. 
It was called da- dead at the two. I thought it was a safety, but it's so still tied 3-3. He wrapped him up and stopped his forward progress at the two and then pulled him back into the, into the end zone. So no Dude, he like, safety. He like took his two hands and like slammed him into the ground. You don't want to be you know? on that end of Nick Bosa? Do you think the waiter from last night could have slammed me down on the ground like that? I didn't see the player, but I assume so. With the, with the way you're talking about him, he could, do, he could have done a lot of things to you. Tell you what, man, we should go back and see that guy. I had that enchilada dish last night. It was freaking delicious, well, man. I always liked the chingas tacos. The crispy chinga. Chicken tinga. tinga. Oh, the chicken tinga. tinga. Did I say something bad then when I said that other thing? You probably should actually get No, it's fine. Don't no, you know he didn't what? say anything that needed no, to be dumped. It's you a know chicken tinga's no, fine. Just leave it. Yeah. Okay. And tinga tacos is good. Tinga tacos are good. Would you want crispy tingas? Tinga tacos. You go to Sol Agave. Meanwhile, tinga tacos are good. 10 minutes in front of 6 o'clock. We got this compobulation all day long if you're figuring it out already. It's time for a little radio tinder. Really? FC. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if producer Lindsay, live from Yamava, is there for a little radio tinder presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Let's see how this mm-hmm. goes. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. By the way, I just gave away the first of the four $250 cash prizes here at nice. Yamava yeah. at the 909 Sports Bar. The first guy, he wasn't here, but guess what his name was? Tommy, Morales. Tommy, Tommy. Oh, no, really? was Morales. Well, there's a lot yeah. of us running around. Yeah. I was like, ah, of course he's not here. So who won? Did you think of me when you said his name? I did. I said, oh, Morales. John Lee is the guy who won. He actually won the $250. Congratulations, John Lee. $250 cash. Cash money. (laughs) Tommy did draw the name, too, so... Which Tommy? With the puppet or the, with not, no, not no, the puppet? Tommy Lamb. No, Tommy, Tommy Lamb. Tommy Lamb. Oh, the chairman of the Funny Games Department. Yeah. Maybe he can figure out why we have no internet, too. I, mean, I don't know. Donald asked him. It didn't work. <laughs> I mean, you know. How's little Cappy doing out there, Lindsay Baseball? Uh, he's currently sharing some fries with David Kent over there in front of the game. He's the with Sharon. David, the yes, marketing consultant. Yes, him and David are eating some fries together. You mean David Kent, of course, one of our marketing consultants. That's what I meant. Oh, if you put your hand in Little Cappy, though, be sure to put a glove on first. Whoa. I, I don't see Little Cappy. I did that, I I did that a couple weeks ago. I put my hand in there without any protection. That's, that's it dangerous. Got dirty? That's <laughs> dangerous. You don't know what's going on it in there. It still has got a weird smell. You gloves, huh? Yeah. Meanwhile, we go to Radio Tinder, live from Yamaha Resort Casino, already in progress. All right, so Deion Sanders. He has not just captivated the college football world with his early success over in Colorado. He has quickly piqued the interest of NFL decision makers. The Athletic today polled 10 high-ranking team decision makers. They did not use their names, so I don't know if that's okay, Cappy. I don't, I don't know, know man. Unnamed like, sources. I don't know if I buy yeah, it. I, know you, I don't know if you like the, to use that type of data. But mm-hmm. the Athletic polled 10 high-ranking team decision makers to gauge their opinion of Sanders, and seven of them predicted that Sanders would receive interview requests for the off-season head coaching hiring cycle. Mm-hmm. The other three did not rule it out. They just said it was kind of too early to tell. Do you guys think that Dion would make a good NFL coach? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? I will swipe right. Anything Deion Sanders does, he will do exceptionally well. He was a great ball player. He's a great character. He was great on television. And now he's a great college football coach. And if Deion Sanders wants to be an NFL coach, he'll be great at that too. And I said it yesterday, and I meant it. We here now, okay? We ain't coming no more. We here. And I'm telling you right now. When the presidential election comes next year, I'm writing in Coach Prime. Not Deion Sanders. Coach Prime. Is my write-in vote? Go ahead. Anyone else going to swipe so, on the foot? So Greg? I'm going to swipe left. It's not because I don't think that he can be a good NFL head coach. I just think his the way he goes about his business is more conducive to the college game and with these kids that they play that he that he gets them ramped up. I don't think that's that that type of coaching will do well in the NFL with guys that are you know in their late 20s and early 30s. I think they they'll find the act a little bit different mm-hmm. and they don't want to deal with it so I think he is best suited for a college coach and he'll be a very very good college coach when he uh, for a very long time as long as he stays just like John Har- Jim Harbaugh I think he's, he's better where he is right now at Michigan you know it's funny Greg that you say that because Paul Feinbaum ESPN college mm-hmm. expert the mouth of the had, south yes he had the same opinion he said oh, I just don't think that. 
He said, I don't think that that personality and that style is just going to, I don't think that's going to work in an NFL locker room. I don't think so either. I think I mean, you adjust at, your personality and your style. I don't, why would he, why would he adjust himself? And yeah, that's what no, makes him work, right? That's no, him, no, right? But, I'm, but I'm saying that he knows, hey, right now I'm coaching college kids. I'm trying to develop young men. If Coach Prime decides to go into the NFL, at that point he's coaching professionals and he knows what it was to be a professional. And I'm just saying that but he, he was could the same make, way but as a so, player. Yeah, and it was a long time ago. I feel and by like the way, by the way, listen, but you guys are making it seem like as if this act won't work amongst guys that are 25, 26. It only works with guys 19 or 20. You can only bet be you, so raw, raw in the NFL. You know what, dude? You say that. Go watch Hard Knocks this year and ask yourself oh, this question. Mm. Who would you rather have coach? Coach Prime or Coach Robert Sala? I think you'll say Coach Prime. I mean, we all know who you want to be your coach, Cappy. You want Dan right. Campbell. So you can well, Dan Campbell's a rah-rah guy. He is. He's just a nutcase, too. I mean, it, that. I guess you're you're kind of right, but he seems to, Dan Campbell seems to be, well, they're kind of similar, actually. And Deion man, look, Sanders walks into an NFL locker room, I and just, every player in there is like, I don't this guy's he, been here and done that. He's done it at the highest level. He's a Hall of Famer. I got instant respect for that guy. Yeah. I, I don't think he probably wants to deal with the egos, though. You that's know? exactly it. There's, there's going to be egos in the college game. Don't get it wrong. But not, yeah, but, but not, not, like not at the same level where they're making, you know, 30, 40, 50 million dollars, even though Caleb Williams. You meant to say, don't so. get it twisted, Greg. Yeah, don't Home get it twisted. Homeboy is what he forgot you to say at the end of that. Homeboy. Don't get it twisted. Don't prank up the witness protection guy. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> okay. There's All so right, much anger. What else you got, right subject. What else you got, Wins? All right. Nike is launching a new website specifically for refurbished Nike products. They began refurbishing items a few years ago, selling new, gently worn, and flawed pairs at discounted prices in stores at Nike outlets, clearance stores, and community stores. But now, this new online platform, which is refurbished.nike.com, is going to have all that stuff, too. The site is currently closed because they got to, I guess, refill it once everything's bought they gotta up. they got to refurbish that site. You're right. they got to <laughs> refurbish the site. So as soon as it launched today, everybody bought everything on there and it sold out. But, you know, they're going to put more stuff back out there. So I wanted to ask, would you guys ever buy refurbished stuff on Nike on their website? Swipe left or swipe right? Greg, you go first. So swipe right. I, when it's refurbished, that just means it was worn and they fixed it, right? Yeah, like gently new things that people return gently and they just kind of cleaned it up or it could be defective things like the, I don't know, maybe the, the shoe the, hole the lace thingies in yeah, the wrong part. It says Ikey. It says Ikey? Fine. <laughs> if it says Ikey, I'm, I am all in on Ikey sho- shoes. Yes, because they're, they're expensive. If you want to get a pair of Dunks, they're going to be about $120. That's or what? Dunks. Oh, dunks. Nike said dunks. something else for a second. I don't know what it could have been. <laughs> she, she got it. I didn't get it. I didn't yeah, either. clearly. <laughs> but if they're expensive shoes, and if I can get it for much, much cheaper, then yeah, I'm all in. All in. I have a question um, before I swipe. So if I've got some uh, some G Fazos, oh, there goes Debo. That I don't rock anymore. Can I can I put them in that Nike store? How do I? Can I sell like Nike stuff so that they can refurbish it? No, it's through the manufacturer. No, it's through the manufacturer. Oh. No, because, you know, like you get a refurbished phone if you put it in an insurance claim for a phone. That's refurbished. That's fine. Right? By the way, I think I'm going to do it tomorrow. What? Because I'm T-Mobile, so I'm way past, like, my new phone. I think that was supposed to be, like, two years ago. Yeah. That I've had this 12 rocking. I'm going to get the 15. Nice. Because I think they get it on tomorrow on the 22nd at T-Mobile. You know I have an X? Oh. The iPhone X? What is that? Well, I will yeah. say, I was like five years ago. I was Sprint, and when T-Mobile took it over, it did get better. So it did because I. And there goes Christian now, McCaffrey. So. Oh God, he, he runs angry, but <laughs> angry. <laughs> I have one. That was I have, amazing. <laughs> I have. One I just wanted everybody to know that I'm ahead of camp. you guys right now. That's all. That we have sabotage dinner. I was just say they have the Russians attacking. It doesn't really count today. Oh, it doesn't. Meanwhile, thank you for Radio Tinder, made possible each weekday by our friends at Tequila Mandala. As I like to say, the Cartosian brothers, Beto Ibarra, Heidi Wilde, they have brought us hashtag life-changing tequila. So follow them on social media, Tequila Mandala on Instagram. You can see all the action going on. Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Life-changing tequila. And remember, if you go into your Total Wine and More or your BevMo and you're looking for Tequila Mandala, you're going to have to probably go up to the counter. And say to the manager, hey, sucker, where's the mandala? Your website says you've got three bottles and I don't see any. Because a lot of times people steal the amazing bottles. So be sure they're locked up 